He's got a beautiful backswing. Dad! Oh, he got all of that one. Oh my gosh. That is amazing. Lay up with an iron into the hazard. Well, that wasn't quite what I meant, you know. What's up, everybody? Welcome into another edition of the 73rd Hole, the official podcast of Golf Oklahoma. We are down here in Orlando, Florida, for what promises to be a great week. We've got a great event here. Uh, we are at Hooters in Orlando, as John Daly is set to make an appearance, play some music. Later, going to be a big uh, party tonight. Heart of a Lion Foundation. Major Ed is in the house. We're going to have Major Ed on with us. We're going to have John Daly on with us. It's going to be a great, great night. Great week in Orlando. PGA Merchandise Show tomorrow and Thursday. We're going to try to play a little golf while we're down here. It is rainy. It is wet. It is soggy. But... It's good to be in Florida, boys. Wouldn't, wouldn't want to be anywhere else. I knew it was going to be a smooth flight when we saw Major Ed getting on not only our first flight, but our second flight <laughs> to Orlando. Smooth sailing all the way from Oklahoma City. He was at the, got there the same time we did, too. I mean, everything's great. And I want to know, guys, this has been like the best trip so far already. We got through both of our airports, no problems. We had all of our clubs. Sam, I don't know if you checked your clubs. I mean, Kobe checked our clubs. We didn't have any breakage. Didn't have nothing. Now I mean, we did a, take the heads off the drivers. We were, the we were smart on that. I did not do that. You did not. Have you checked your clubs yet? No, I kind of hope they're broken. Looking at the weather tomorrow. <laughs> also, these are set, bro. Also, due to kind of the scheduling of this trip and how it all came together, Sam is playing golf somewhere tomorrow, different from where Taylor and I are playing golf tomorrow. And Sam's tea time is much earlier, much earlier. So with Mr. Kim Cloud himself, it could be a late night, early morning for Sam. Ken, if you're listening to this as of right now, I'm planning on being there. <laughs> I'm, I'm first off in it. Hey, my man Ken already had a frosty beverage in his hand, so we might yeah, all be on the same page. He's before me. I'm, I'm first alternate, so uh, if it's, we need to expand the field. And Ken, Ken said he's going to another party after this one, dude. You, uh, might, really? you, you might be worried about him making the tea oh. time. So he, he said he was going to a media shindig after this. And Maybe that's why he was like, you might as well just drive over and pick me up. Yeah, <laughs> fellas, there's that's exactly what it was. Media know how to party. <laughs> I'm telling you. Me, media know how to get down. Media know how to party. So uh, it's going to be a great night. I think that this is technically called the Squares and Heart of a Lion Foundation Redneck Party. Isn't that what it's called? I think so. Redneck yeah. Party. I think we might have maybe the words mixed up there. So, but those are the words that you need to know. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So hopefully we don't we don't know where John Daly is. There's a big bus outside. We assume Probably that's John Daly's bus. We assume he's in. We don't know how much time we're going to get with him, but we'll have him for a few minutes. We'll ask him some good questions. I think we've got a couple of listener questions we got on Twitter that we'll get to as well. So excited to be down here. PGA Show the next couple of days. I don't know about you guys. I'm really excited. It's all of our first time. Go in, see some of the new equipment, uh, some of the fun stuff, and just kind of take it all in and enjoy the experience. I don't really know what to expect, boys. What should I expect, T-Dub? I have no idea. You know, talking with, with Mr. Ken, kind of realized that not even some of the bigger manufacturers are going to be down here. I didn't even realize until y'all brought it up. They didn't even have the merchandise show last year yeah, because virtual. of COVID. Yeah, it was virtual. A, a, how do you do a virtual merchandise That's show? That's a great point. You hold up, You hold up the new driver to the Zoom and say, okay, here it is. And it is hot. It is hot, baby. And that's I mean, it. you, you got to have your, your voice sailing skills on point for that. So at least we'll have a little bit better experience than that. But I'm just excited to see kind of how everything's set up. In all honesty, just going through the exhibitors on the app, look like there's like 10,000 on there. I don't think there's going to be possible to get around to all the places we want, guys. And if anyone from Oklahoma is here listening, 
we're going to be there Thursday mainly. Yeah, yeah. So, th- Thursday for sure. Ma- Taylor and I, I think, are going tomorrow morning. We'll be there you'll, in the morning. You'll already be on your way to a golf course two hours away from Orlando. <laughs> uh, but I think Taylor and I are going to try to stop by tomorrow morning. So, yeah, anybody else from Oklahoma, feel free to hit us up. We'll, we'll we get saw together, a couple people you knew, Colby, on the airport. We or did, on the yeah. Airplane, yeah so. Some of the guys from the Greens are down here, which is where I play. Uh, a couple of the pros coming down here to check it all out. Uh, a lot of pros from around the country come down here. A lot of equipment companies, a lot of apparel companies. Should be a lot of fun. There is a tournament this week. It starts tomorrow. For the record, we're recording this on Tuesday evening. We're waiting on guests to roll through. We have no idea when this is getting published. The tournament might start before we get this published. But we're not going to do our whole long DraftKings lineups since we've got other stuff coming and, at you today. And but we can't even check DraftKings down here, guys, because it's illegal. Sam's not the only one kicked off of DraftKings this week. I might, I might steal y'all's phones so we can start doing FanDuel instead. Fan, we we uh, could download a FanDuel. I think the problem so. is I've already got everything in my DraftKings, but if we need to adjust for you, Sam, we can adjust. Then you got monies that got to be moved around, and then that just causes a problem. Yeah, my $68 no is still stuck. Is there no way to get it back? Have you seen my me- – I'm about to publish my messages with DraftKings. I've literally said, hello, hello, anyone there? Can somebody please help me? (laughs) So what happened is you left the state. You tried to use DraftKings. It wouldn't work. I went on my honeymoon to Hawaii where it's technically illegal. In Hawaii. Yeah. (laughs) Which is where John Daly just got back from, by the way. Yeah. Nice little T25 out of the Mitsubishi Electric Classic. And then you tried to have Taylor do your DraftKings lineup for you from Oklahoma. Yeah. And they were like, no, you're gaming the system. You're banned for life. Yeah. And we're keeping your $68 as punishment. And then they asked me to send a picture with my ID. And I'm pretty sure they just stole my identity and then didn't use it. <laughs> What's didn't funny let about, me back in. What's funny about that is that's when Sam was on his uh, slip rock streak, too. So it's like DraftKings should have said, please come back. We want yeah, that's you true. back. They must, true. Have, they must have sensed the heater you're about to go on and said, well, we don't want to donate to his cause. Yeah, Sam went, Sam went full on, on slip rock. And then he went mega hot in the fall when we were doing no <laughs> fantasy <laughs> golf at all. <laughs> and now it's full on slip rock again. Who'd you have last week? Uh, Tony Finau. Oh, oh no. MC. At least he made the oh, cut. No. Am I in last place? Can you check and see if I'm in last place? I can check and see place? if you're in last place. Dude, I think you might be beating me. I'm doing pretty well. My worst finish is my Adam Hadwin T25 last week. Birdied his last three holes on Saturday to make the cut. Thank can, you very much, Mr. I, can Canada. Can I just rant here for a second for about maybe 30 seconds? Uh, please do. We got nothing I, but time. I will never, ever... And if I ever do it again in the one and done, any more years coming up, you just guys just knock me out. I am never picking that no playing Ricky Fowler ever again. <laughs> it's your own fault. It's not it's, like he's on form. It's my own fault. Well, even when he's on form and I pick him, he misses two-inch putts to miss the cut by one, shoots 85 in the U.S. Open. I was just thinking back on this time, and I'm like, I don't have any reason to ever pick him again. I'm not doing it ever again. I refuse. There's all these guys you could pick. Ricky's not on form. He doesn't have the course <laughs> history. You're like, uh, Ricky. I should have picked John Rom for his 14th place for his 10 bucks he got or whatever. You should have picked John Rom. By the way, John Rom, not a fan of the setup last week at the Amex. <laughs> here, here, we are, we are talking about that for a second. bleep setup, putting contest week. That's what he's he not, said. He's not That's wrong. He, he wasn't wrong. Uh, let's scroll to the bottom, bottom, bottom. Sam Humphreys, you are in 122nd out of 127 entries. So I've actually moved up Yeah, the last no, two no, weeks. You were you were 126th after week one. After last week, you were 115. Now you're 122. <laughs> so the, and you okay, burned Tony Finau. Here, here's the thing, Taylor. You burned Ricky, but that doesn't hurt as bad as burning Finau. Finau is going to be used by 30 or 40 people I, this week at, at Tory. I guarantee you for a top you 10. You can't even use the word burn Ricky. Like, it doesn't even count. It was like... I, I should have just went in and not made a pick. Because I'm not going to pick him again the rest of the year anyway. I should have just did the old no pick, just to, so I'd have a little less anger. <laughs> I moved up from 18th to 17th, by the way. I'm redeeming myself for last year, no, boys. No, I'm redeeming a good myself. Start. 
let's go ahead and just throw them out there because we don't know All when right, or what it. we're doing. Let's do it. Go ahead. Who, who wants to throw out their one and done Give pick? Me Will Zalatoris. Willie Z. I think a so. popular pick this I'm, week. I'm going to pick him this week. It's a big tournament, but not a major. I don't see Willie Z contending. He might contend, but I don't see him winning a major with the putting stroke that he he has. You know, one thing about Willie Z, guys, is that he uh, he actually played pretty good here last year. He finished uh, seventh, $235,000 making. That would be a pretty good check. Obviously finished sixth uh, last week here. I want to go to the overall what the site-wide picks are for right now. So Zalatoris is essentially 15%. Uh, the guy I'm picking, I'll go ahead and just say it, Tony Fina. I picked him here five straight years. I'm going to keep on rolling with it. And also, too, we also got a theme going of Sam likes to pick people week early. So I think that's going to be the case here again. Uh, next guys you got are like John Rahm, uh, Xander Shoffley, Sam Burns are up there. All good names. Kind of a little bit more expensive person we've had the last few weeks. But once again, just not an event. Unless you're just like completely feeling it on Rom. I don't feel like running out an extremely big name this week, even though Finau's kind of on that fringe. Colby, I'm, now I'm give the stat about, about Finau. Uh, Tony Finau, which stat about Finau? About Vegas. Oh, yeah, so I saw earlier the biggest liabilities in Vegas this week in terms of betting. Like, if this guy wins the tournament, it's going to be worst for the books in Vegas. Finau is number one on that list. Willie Z is number two on that list. Some liability on Zalatoris. A lot of people are running that out. Rom is actually taking, like, the biggest percentage of the money. And, like, 21% of the money this week is on Rom. But his odds are so low, he's not the biggest liability in Vegas. Yeah. What are Finau's odds? Finau's odds, uh, I believe he moved from 33-1 to 1 to 25-1. to 1. 33, that's way too high for this tournament. And, I, and he, I still don't think he's going to win, but, I mean, I think he'll finish. To, I, I'm going to keep thinking Rom's going to win until something just craters. Until they play a, a putting golf course like was last week. I'm still legitimately thinking about running Rom out this week, and I haven't decided. So, here's what's happening. You're really going to waste Rom? It's not a waste if he wins. If he wins 1.5 million, it's not a waste. Because I would do to have a bad tournament at Tory. Is he though? I don't think that's how that works. I don't think that's how that works. He's good at this course. I probably won't do it because he won the U.S. Open last summer. But I woke up at 2:15 this morning. It's been a very long day, very little sleep, a lot of travel. I had John Rahm plugged in earlier. I switched it to Brant Snedeker. I switched it to Jason Day. I switched it back to Brant Snedeker. I'm thinking about switching it to Rom. I thought about Finau briefly. I'm all over the place. Here's I think it's because you woke up at 2.30. Probably. 2.15. 2.15. Here's Rom at, the, at this tournament, guys. First, 29th, 5th, 2nd, 7th, and that's not including the win at, uh, at the U.S. Open. Pretty good. That's unbelievable. It's it's almost as if whenever a guy really learns how to dominate Tory, he just keeps dominating Tory. It's almost like this is a course that's like, oh yeah, this is a course horse course. Also, this is a ball striker's paradise because it's the Poe, less emphasis on on putting like last week. It won't be a putting contest week for John Rom. So I don't know. As of right now, I am one hundred percent locked into Brant Snedeker for at least the next hour. And then when we start drinking later, who knows? Okay. Now, I'll say this. So, looking at looking at the uh, strokes gain analytics here, Rom in 19 rounds at Torrey Pines South. And, and take consideration here, guys. They do play the North Thursday or Friday, depending on tee time. Rom, 19 rounds there. 2.43 strokes gain on the field. The only other person to play more than uh, one round there with over two strokes, Brant Snedeker. Really? 2.11, 45 rounds there. He's a Snedeker man, he's loves, a... loves him some in this place. I got him in my DraftKings lineup this week. He's only like 7,400. I think so that's a is he the exception to the kids rule out at Torrey? Maybe I mean he has to be because he's he won out there. He always plays good. He's won out here. there let, multiple times, hasn't he? Let me uh, let me pull up his um, 
would at least be his recent finish. Brant Snedeker, uh, he won here in 2012 and in 2016, finished third here in 2020, 32nd last year. And, he, and, and he's coming off a top 15 result at the Amex. He talked about how he's revitalized this year being out on tour. He has more of an appreciation for it because as his game dipped, he saw what it would be like to lose status on the tour and not live that life anymore. He says he's revitalized and happy to be out there. Coming off a top 15 at a place he loves, I'm, I'm locked in. I'm Brant Snedeker all the way this week. Since 2010, has played here every year, only missed one cut, and that includes, not, not wrong here, guys, seven top tens in that stretch. Brant Snedeker. And, and the thing is, if he doesn't have a big week, okay. Yeah, I, I ran out Brant Snedeker. Brant no Snedeker going to make more money this year than Ricky, probably. I, let's put it this way. I'm not going to have any regrets Saturday night because I picked Brant Snedeker. You know, if you run out Brant Snedeker and he misses a cut, you know what? You ran out Brant Snedeker and he misses the cut. But the upside's there. Did you say who you're picking, Taylor? Fino. Tony Fino. I picked where, him where in the last, last five years of this tournament. I ain't going to change. Even though he hasn't been playing well so far from what I've seen this year, especially last week. So well, hopefully hopefully that'll change. But, guys, in seven appearances here, his worst finish is uh, 24th. Only two other appearances outside the top six. So really love Fino this week. I think he's top 15 minimum player. Yeah, great player. You guys let's, are laughing about something. What are y'all laughing at? Oh, it's just, it's an inside joke. You had to be there. Um, <laughs> let's take a break. We're going to come back on the other side. We've got big guests. Major Ed, John Daly going to join us. We're down here in Orlando at Hooters for the Squares and Heart of a Lion Foundation Redneck Party tonight. John Daly's going to be playing some music. Before he does, we're going to talk to him for just a few minutes, hoping to get Major Ed on uh, before we do that. So everybody stay with us here on the 73rd hole, the official podcast of Golf Oklahoma. When something the size of a golf ball hits your roof, you need to call McRae Roofing. McRae Roofing is Oklahoma's designer roofing service specialist. For years, Jeff McRae and the experienced team at McRae Roofing and Exteriors have served fellow Oklahomans by helping them with their roofing needs. McRae Roofing uses only top quality materials and professional crews to make sure that each job is done right so it will give you the years of service, security, and protection you need from the unpredictable Oklahoma weather. McRae Roofing offers residential and commercial roofing, ventilation services, and custom copper designs. McRae Roofing is dedicated to exceeding the homeowner's expectations. It's not just a roof, it is your home's crowning glory. Call McRae Roofing today at 405-692-4000. That's 405-692-4000. Make sure to also visit their website at mcrayroofing.com. That's M-C-R-A-Y roofing.com. Don't get caught with a leaking roof. Contact McCray Roofing for your free inspection today. Welcome back. We are rolling along here on the 73rd hole, brought to you by Golf Oklahoma, the official podcast of Golf Oklahoma. Colby Powell, Taylor Williams, Sam Humphreys with you here in Orlando. We're joined by Major Ed Polito with the Heart of a Lion Foundation. We're down here. John Daly, Squares, Next Belt, Hooters, all of it. What an unbelievable event. Major Ed, we couldn't appreciate you having us uh, anymore. Glad to be down here. Well, hey, you know what? I tell you what, back to everybody in Oklahoma, man. It's it, Look, we brought the rain, or we need the rain in Oklahoma. 
but we brought it down here having a great time guess what you know what at the end of the day congratulations on your show digital activation media and all of that stuff I've been talking about it all day and one of the things that uh, we love to do is basically be able to tell our stories and and also tell stories of just what we do what we're all about and that's what this show is about too man making sure that the game of golf is front and center and you guys I'm glad you took on my invitation to come and to all the listeners out there man hey they're coming in hot from freaking Orlando PGA <laughs> show baby Hoorah, baby! It, it's not as big as it it's normally is but you know what you're here man you're getting to experience something pretty cool and the great thing about it is all of the new technologies that are out are, are just remarkable and the game has just gone from one place to another man and that's just so bad to the bone to me I mean, there's. I mean, Major, we cannot be more honored for all the hospitality and everything you've done. But we, we mentioned on our little intro, we saw you on the flight. Not just we had uh, to go to Dallas too. We saw you on the flight from Oklahoma City to Dallas, and then on the Dallas to uh, to Orlando. So I mean, it, it was great minds think alike on that aspect. Yeah, and I changed my flight around. I was actually supposed to come in yesterday, and I was just like, you know, I want to spend some time with my family. And you were just talking about the little baby coming yep. soon, man. You know, I got two daughters. My daughter from OU came on up, and anytime I get an opportunity to be around her and see her and say hello and just be a part of her life you know specifically when you pay that much money and the thing about it is that you know what you better do your thing right man did you go to oklahoma i went to tulsa tulsa yep. that's even more expensive Jeez. Yeah, yeah. Dog, man. Uh, rob the bank baby Come very on. much looking forward to the baby girl i don't know if this happened to you yeah so they, they say it's called nesting and oh, my, yeah. my wife is nesting right now we are working every day, every single day on the house. It's something different. This is the only three-day break I will have in housework between basically two weeks before Christmas until the baby gets here. <laughs> yep, and then once it happens, man, I'll tell you what, then you'll do another renovation. <laughs> so that's usually how that works. But you know what? Congratulations. And the thing about it is that um, there's some people here. I'm telling you, there's some really powerful people that are going to be here tonight. And the thing about it is um, family is most important. And that, to me, is uh, something that I always uh, cherish and uh, I'm trying to do that with my young one now because I was away from my oldest one a lot. Like the PGA show always fell on the daddy-daughter dances and stuff mm -hmm. right around in January. Yep. And I always, and I miss those. And you know what? When they get older, they'll call you out, man. <laughs> so, <laughs> they so never forget you, it. So then you got to buy them a BMW or something. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Major Ed, tell me about all the work that you put into this event. I mean, this is big time. And tell me about everything that's going to be happening tonight. Well, tonight is a celebration of of all of our PGA professionals all over the country. I don't know if you guys know, when I was at Folds of Honor, one of the things that we did was we always honored our PGA professionals. That's how I got in the game about 13, 14 years ago. Learn, Brothers, I'm going to tell you something. I never, I knew things about golf, you know, like carrying the golf bag and for the general and stuff like that and hitting the golf ball, but not anything like this. And then I come and I get involved in this movement. Uh, big shout out to uh, Colonel Dan Rooney. He got me, got to introduce me to it. And then all of a sudden, I'm all over the place learning about the, the different things that are going on in this industry. And this industry is, you know, it, when it, it's all said and done, $3.9 billion in philanthropy efforts. And then wow. can you imagine on the economic development side of it, all over the country, and in, even in Oklahoma, to all our listeners in Oklahoma that are part of the show, man, I'll tell you what, it's incredible 
just to see, you know, all of these golf courses, the beauty behind them, you know, I, I'm a member at, you know, of course, the Greens and Gallardia and Rose Creek and uh, Oak Tree. Um, want to be a, hey, I want to be a member at Oklahoma City Golf and Country Club, too. <laughs> they want to give me a, an honorary membership. But my point is, is that um, all these little honorary memberships I've received all over the country, Pinehurst, where I do some stuff with them as well. My point is, is that I, I've just learned about the game and all that goes into it. And you know what? That's exciting, man. And that's what it's all about. And for the people that didn't hear you, maybe on our first or second interview, we're here at Hooters, obviously. Yes. John Daly, Major Ed, Heart of a Lion Foundation. Explain to the listeners how your relationship with John got started. Well, and it's interesting because I met John Lodd years ago and met him at the Whistling Straits. And I had seen him. I'd met him before, shook his hand at this dog and pony golf tournament, and he was there. But he, at, at that specific event, you know, remember, he threw his golf club out there, Lake Michigan, baby. Come on now. <laughs> he launched it. He launched oh, it. Did. People looking for it and everything. That's a big commodity right there. And anyway, so we got to become really good friends friends and from there we sat there and hung out with uh, my friend dude I, I first time I meet this guy he's like oh I'm Mr. Kohler and I'm like oh, okay like Mr. Kohler and then I look Mr. at the, Kohler, Mr. Yeah, Kohler? And I look at the bathtubs and the freaking bathrooms and I'm like thinking that is the Mr. Kohler right there owns <laughs> the freaking golf course and I sat with him and hung out and we partied and after he got off the hole he wasn't happy and he went in the clubhouse and as, and as John does things man he came out with a smile and decided to have a good time. I was just on the bus with him um, and greeting me um, as he came over. He's been in actually Hawaii. I just told him, I said, hey, man, you did great, champ, in Hawaii. And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah. I said, man, you got number 25 out of, uh, you, you know, you got number 25. And he's like, yeah, but there was only 42 players. <laughs> so, you know, John kind of humbles you, too, and that's what he's all about. And we've known each other a while. And we've got great stories to tell, man. And he's going to sing tonight. So you guys have VIP like seats right there. Awesome. So we're Major rolled out the red this, carpet. I mean, tonight. this is oh, as man. good as it gets. This is the, dude, and I'm telling you, it, everything will go sideways tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and so there's nothing scripted. Just go with it. Have a great time. And uh, here about uh, six o'clock, things are going to pack up. And I can't wait for that. It's already had so much fun. It's even going to get better. Major Ed, you brought up something earlier about how, you know, you you didn't really know that much when you were getting into golf. And now, obviously, with everything on, you're a, a golf aficionado in a sense. So what Thank do you, you think events like this do to help grow the game? We started this podcast for the main reason to grow golf. So how do you feel like events like this allow you to be able to well, do Well, let that? me tell you how it grows. I mean, you've got the PGA professionals here getting ready to go to the PGA show to see all of the things that are highlighted. Sherry Major is with Reed Expeditions. They put on a great show. I mean, I wish that you could see really the synergy that usually happens here with the because it's, I'll be honest with you, it's a little dead. And the thing about it is that um, there's so many that come into this place from all over the world. But what happens, too, is that, you know, you get an opportunity to see everything that's coming down the pike. For us, th this is a connection to Hooters this evening. Hooters has become one of our big sponsors in what we're doing through John Daly. Then we got Square Shoes. They're, that actually, Squares is throwing the party tonight. Then we've got friends and PGA professionals that are here tonight that are going to do events for us. And if anybody wants to do an event for us, raise some money for us, that's exactly what we're doing. My goal in 2022 is to raise more money through our event-based uh, platforms. And I think the reason that we want to do that and give a big shout-out to my friends at Winning Ticket, um, you guys are going to be at Toby Keith's event with me um, 
that the baby will be. When's the baby coming? The baby's by the way? coming first week of April. Oh man, but you still. Hey, you, it's, it's local. It's local. It's local. Local is down the road. April April twenty fifth. I want you guys to do the show from down there, okay. and we'll get everybody there and everything. And it's going to be a two day event, and it'll be fun, music, and everything else. But that's what we're trying to engage the general public on. Let's do events. Let's do something purposeful, philanthropy. You know, the PGA of America, United States Golf Association, the PGA Tour, we know all those people, and we're all just associated with them. And you know what? It's going to be a great year for the Heart of a Lion Foundation, which provides mental, physical, and wellness support for our nation's children, which is, if for everybody to know, this is the deal. John Daly handles St. Jude's Boys and Girls Club. Major Ed handles first responders and veterans. That's why it's called the John Daly Major Ed Heart of a Lion Foundation. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Uh, Major Ed Polito joining us here on the 73rd hole. We're hanging out down here in Orlando. Like we mentioned, PGA Merchandise shows this week. We're at Hooters Square sponsoring this event. Yes. Next Bell, talk about some of the uh, the, the sponsors that you you work with and, and support your foundation. Well, cool story, man. We're launching tonight redneck our redneck shoes with squares. Those <laughs> shoes have gone viral, man. I saw them on the Burt Jones show right here. They're yeah. some of the best looking shoes I ever seen. Well, look, I know we got screams and everything. The girls at Hooters are looking good. My good <laughs> friend Bob is here with Squares. I'm going to actually have him come on the show, Absolutely. too. Um, we've got yeah. some great synergy that, uh, going on. Hooters is, again, one of our sponsors. We've got Next Belt, which I didn't mention. Next Belt, this new ratchet belt that they've got, Heart of a Lion. It's got our logo on it. Eddie Rowland has just rolled it out. And we've got a lot of other sponsors that are coming on and, and on the beat, you know? Now, Major Ed, you glossed over a pretty big thing earlier you said i just got off john daly's bus now that bus is legendary tell the people <laughs> what it's like inside well, of john I just, daly's well, yeah bus. well that number one i probably needed an oxygen tank after getting out of that thing <laughs> the smoke in that joker's freaking going and it's funny because probably only two people were in there smoking and, like, I think they've been, and then you know of course he drives his bus everywhere that's how he rolls and stuff and the thing about it is that john is just a, a just one of the most incredible people i've tell you what i've had some great stories to tell and i gotta tell this story so john and i were at uh, at his event and toby keith man i love toby man toby is the one of the best people in the world i've uh, been hanging out at shangri-la and in cabo and and of course belmar and all of that and his wife is so awesome but toby this is a cool story man so toby gets on stage at john daly's uh, event and this is how things go sideways just like on the bus just now so we're on we're he's on stage and everyone's like Toby play this song and this song and then finally uh, Toby starts like kind of cool deal he's like well you know what why don't we raise some money so if I'm gonna sing a song I wanna we'll raise some money for it and everybody was like and I'm over here advocating I'm like American soldier but finally this lady comes up she's like two thousand dollars for American soldier and Toby's like you got it so all of a sudden we collect the money and he sings American soldier and, and look and, and Toby will get mad he won't get mad but he'll throw me a little hero. He forgets some of the song. Because <laughs> he's been drinking a little, you know, Jack Daddy, whatever. Yeah. He, was he didn't turn you into a Canadian soldier yeah. or something, did he? <laughs> no. So then he forgets part of the, the, the lyrics. And the thing about it is that it's so funny because he's up there. He doesn't have to do any of that because a lot of the artists get upset. And Bob's next up here in a minute. We're going to get Bob on this show. And then all of a sudden, Toby's like, you know what? And then he grabs the phone and he looks at it and he gets the words and he sings it back out, has me on stage, <laughs> thanks me for that. And the thing about it is that after I got off stage, just a funny story, the lady's like, 
I want my money back. <laughs> and, and I'm like, well, well, you know, this is charity. And then she's like, he, that, he's an imposter. <laughs> like, no, he just played two. He, Toby Keith played for two and a half hours. Wow. And think about it. This was during the pandemic that he wasn't out singing his songs and everything. And the thing about it, my point to all of this is that Toby's gracious heart was able to raise that night just to, with that little piece of songs $5,000 for the Boys and Girls Club and it didn't matter because as he told that lady and he told the other people he's like you know what at the end of the day I'm allowed to I'm allowed to not know the words because <laughs> yeah. I'm the one that wrote them. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. When you write as many as he does, you're going to bend a few well, how words many, How many songs? Think about that. How many songs? Did you, could you do that? Like that, that many songs in your head? No. No. There's no chance. And, and, and he didn't even mess up. It was one of those things where he may have said a different deal. Right. Yeah. But he's the artist. He's in yeah. charge. Yeah, he's the artist. Who's going to go against Toby Keith? And my point to all of that, too, is that it was just a great event, and Toby gives so much to charity. Big shout-out to Toby. And at the end of the day, if you've never gone to see a show with him, he's honored me several times on stage. I can tell you, it's one of the most powerful moments that I've ever witnessed, and I, I I'm gonna salute him, man. Toby Keith is my hero, man. Yeah, that's he, fantastic. He's legit. And Party shots before we let my drink yeah, go. Yeah, I, I got a question here because we're talking about music right here. Big John Daly's gonna be singing. I hadn't heard him live. How does his voice compare to his golf skills? Dude, it, it, so no, he just cut a record in Nashville. So we've been involved with that. He's been hanging out with Kid Rock. You know how that goes. And uh, in fact, Kid Kid is so awesome. And then he's been hanging out with Lee Bryce and a bunch of other music stars. Big Big shout out to my good friend Enzo who knows all these people and connects us and we're having our event for anybody out there we'd love for you guys to promote it. it's five thousand dollars but it's worth it uh, it'll be June 8th uh, 17th 18th 19th in Nashville we have a great lineup coming probably be a 40 country music stars that are going to be there and part of that is that we're going to raise money for the boys and girls club so and then Toby Keith as well. Tell the people about yep, that one. Yep, that'll be April 25th. Um, I will give a big shout-out to Anthony Morales with um, Automax, Hyundai, and Genesis. Um, they're our title sponsor for this event. Uh, proceeds will go to benefit, you know, of course, children. And Anthony's done a great job. So it's $1,000 a team. We're also looking for $2,500, $5,000, $10,000 sponsors as well. Uh, but it's going to be a great event. We want to get everybody out there. April 25th at Belmar. Uh, that's what I was about to ask. I was just assuming it's at Belmar, but yep. I just wanted to clarify yep. that. It'll Major. be at Belmar about a noon to 1 o'clock shotgun start. And, you know, that's going to be a... Ooh, that'll be a freaking party. It's going to be so much fun. <laughs> it's a good time to be You're the man. Yeah, yeah, it. It. Hey, tell, dad, tell, daddy, tell Daddy Humphrey, baby. <laughs> hey, we're reporting live from the PTA show. You know? Orlando, baby. Major, 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 man. We appreciate your time. Right. Let's what have a, some fun. What an right, American hero. Guys. All right. We'll Thank be back you, in a few. Stay with us here. 73rd Hole, the official podcast of Golf Oklahoma. Welcome back. We are rolling along here on the 73rd All. I had a great time down here in Orlando. We are joined now by the founder of Squares Golf Shoes, Bob Winskowitz. Did I nail that pronunciation? Jeez, I'll tell you what. You're the only one. You're the only one that ever got it right. 10 out of 10. I Googled it about five minutes ago to make sure that I was on the right track, so we're good there. This is an awesome event, man. Y'all are putting on with Heart of the Lion Foundation. Just talk about how you kind of got met up with them and how this event came into place and just kind of some of the big things that Squares is doing. 
Yeah, yeah. Hey, first of all, it's great to finally meet you guys. Absolutely. I love you guys. You guys are great. Really. Yeah, thank, thank you. Thank you, you so much. Uh, one of the best. So, and I'm not just saying that because you're here. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, this is exciting because um, we partnered up with uh, Major Ed and Heart of a Lion about a year and a half, a little over a year ago. And uh, we were looking for a charity to benefit, uh, you know, veterans, first responders. And then when I learned about their organization, where they're doing things with the Boys and Girls Club, St. Jude's Hospital, it was like, geez, this is great. And then I got to meet him. You know, I got to meet Major Ed and the passion and what he sacrificed for this country. And then to meet John. John is, I, I gotta tell you guys, listen, I've been around this for a long time, this game a long time, and I've dealt with a lot of these tour players, And but there's nobody better. This, this kid is one of the best individuals, persons you'll ever meet. And he's truly, truly cares about the foundation, truly cares about his partnerships. You know, we ask him certain things. Hey, can you sign some shoes? Can you get on the phone with somebody? And he'll text me back, brother, whatever you need. This is the kind of guy he is. So I'm excited to be part of this. So every time we sell America Soul, Country Soul, or this new redneck shoe that we're launching, we send money to the charity. And this event tonight, you know, Squares is funding this event, and it's all to benefit his charity. So, look, we're, we're all about it. We're all about uh, this good stuff. So I've seen these redneck golf shoes up here on the screen. Obviously, Major Ed was just talking about them. Tell me about that. Where'd the, where'd the idea come from? All right, so this is the first time it's being released publicly right here tonight with you guys. So, Fantastic. Uh, we're honored. What, what it is is that John wanted to do a design. And so we sent him back this very pristine, very formal, classy-looking design. He looked at it and says, what the heck is this? <laughs> this isn't me. <laughs> he goes, brother, listen, I'm a, I'm a redneck from Arkansas. <laughs> so that was, hence the name. You yeah. know? So, uh, but what happened was, we, we, my, my designer, I, I said, listen, have a little fun. You know, Arkansas, the hog, you know, let's even put a little silhouette of John on there. And so he designed it. We sent the design over to John, and I didn't hear back from him. And what happened was the email never went through for whatever reason. So I just said to my designer, make a pair, and I'm going to send them to John. So I made a pair. Next thing I know, my phone rings, and he goes, I effing love these. these <laughs> yes. This is me. Yeah. He goes, you're not going to make enough of them. You know, so it, it's great. And we'll donate money to the charity for everyone that's sold. So it's uh, it's exciting. It really is. So you, so you sent him a, a copy the first time. He despised it. You sent him just one more copy after that and he loved it? He did. Yeah, he only was, took one more try. Well, the first time it was kind of like this, you know, the mindset of a, you know, an Augusta Masters. Yeah. It was like a, an open, very, you know, upscale. He's like, that's not me. You know, <laughs> right. you know he yeah. Says, yeah, you yeah. got him just right now. You know, Bob, looking up here and everything that's going on, you guys came out and y'all had revolutionary technology when y'all first came out, but it seems like you guys are even progressing more and more. How are you guys able to do that and keep being revolutionary essentially year after year? You know, one of the things we do that I don't think any other golf footwear company does, and I think it's because of their size. They're not as nimble. And we, we make decisions quickly, and we say prototype them. You know, and we prototype them, we test them, and, you know, we send them to people who have got all the sophisticated equipment and say, listen, do you see this? Do you see this? You know, performance gains. And if they don't, we go to the next design. But we can turn it over. 
you got, and I work for them. I work for the big companies. And, you know, it's got to go to committee, 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 committee. <laughs> and then it takes them two or three years. I jokingly tell all the people that I work with is that, um, you know, God hates committees. That's why he sent his only son, you know? <laughs> so, uh, so true. Yeah. You know, it, 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 it's, I'd rather get a prototype in my hand. Everybody look at it, feel it and say, hey, that looks good. Then we test it. And uh, we don't do a lot of, um, like, aesthetic consumer testing, but we do a lot of testing in terms of performance. And then we just take gambles and say, this colorway, that colorway, and if it doesn't sell very well because of the colorway, then we'll just change it up. Bob, what a success story Squares has been. I heard through the grapevine that at the PGA show, you know, not that long ago, probably five or six years ago, you had a smaller booth at the, at the PGA show, and now you guys are absolutely big time. Tell me about what that rise has felt like, and, and has it felt satisfactory to you? You, you know, it has. It, it is. Uh, you know, it's, I, 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 I like to say success is rented. You yep. know, and you got to pay that bill every day, you know, and it's a lot of work. I mean, people see the progression, but they have no ideas of the hours we all put in for this. You know, it is very rewarding because to your point, we were here two years ago. We had a room that was down below in the, underneath the, <laughs> my friend says, if, 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 if uh, your room had a bunch of bacon in it, Lassie couldn't find it. You know? <laughs> so I was like, if that, I'll tell you what, on the GPS system, it didn't even come up. I mean, it was like, that's how bad the room was. So, you know, this year we're up, we're up next to the media center. We got a big room. Uh, we're doing a big media event uh, on Wednesday. But yeah, you know, it's been very satisfying and rewarding. But it's been a lot of work, and you know we're not there yet. We got a lot of work to do. You know we got a lot of golfers out there that's yet to try them, and so we got a lot of work. But it's guys like you that give me the opportunity to come on, talk about it, um, that that try the shoes, wear them, and say, you know what, he's right. They're a good shoe. Yeah, you know? we, we appreciate you taking a few minutes for us. Let everybody know this John Daly approved redneck shoe coming out. When when will it actually be available to the public? When can people go online and buy it? We're going to put it online in about two weeks, and we're only going to make 700 pairs. So it'll Ooh. be online oh, wow. in two weeks, and I guarantee it's going to sell out in a month, and you won't get them until probably May, June. So is, right. it, is it just first come, first serve? Yep, first oh. come, first serve. Uh, there might be a waiting list for those. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Guys, how sharp they look right now. If I mean, you guys that's... promise to have me on in about another two months, I promise you guys will get one. Fantastic. All right. <laughs> Anytime you want. All right, Bob, we appreciate your time. Bob Winskowitz, founder of Squares Golf Shoes. We appreciate it, man. Let's have some fun. Oh, it's my pleasure. All right, Thank everybody you. hang Thank around so here at 73rd Hall, the official podcast of Golf Oklahoma. All right, we're back here on the 73rd hole, and we are joined now by Colt Ford here in Orlando, part of this great event taking place here at Hooters. We've got Squares, uh, Next Belt, we've got the Heart of the Lion Foundation, John Daly, Major Ed. Colt Ford, we appreciate you taking some time for us. Having a little fun tonight. Glad to be here. How you boys doing? Doing, doing good. Great. Looking forward to some good music later. You got a show ready? Well, we're going to do a little something-something when we get up there. We're going to have some fun. <laughs> Ain't no telling what might happen. When Daly's here, you never know what's going to happen. So how'd you get tied in with this crew, and how'd you wind up here at the event tonight? Uh, uh, so Squares, I, I got involved with Bob, the CEO. Uh, I've always had a foot problem. I have flat feet. Like if I stood on this table, you couldn't slide a brand new dollar bill under my foot. <laughs> so I've always struggled with golf shoes. And uh, I just had hit Bob up on Instagram. I was like, "Are these? how do these work? Because I'm, I'm, I'm struggling with shoes. And he sent me a pair. We started talking. We became friends. And then I became a, an ambassador for him. And I brought. I called daily. They wanted somebody else. I called John, and that worked out. And uh it's just kind of come to light. So I designed a couple of player, you know, a couple of pairs of shoes, the country soul and the American soul. I designed those, and uh, yeah, it's been fun. And here we are. 
I'm so excited to hear JD sing, you know, because I've never really heard it. I've heard, you know, obviously hit it hard and everything. Oh, yeah. But he has the new album. He's got a new record. No, John's, and John's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Mean, he's pretty That's good. That's what I was going to ask. Yeah. First, I was going to ask from the country music as expert, how's John at singing? And then what would John say about your golf game? <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> you know, John and I grew up playing together. I played the tour for about 10 years. Yep. So I played golf at University of Georgia when he was at Arkansas. So we've known each other since we were kids. Uh, it ain't as good. Last, during the pandemic, it got pretty good. I actually played two Champions Tours events with those yep. guys. I qualified for a couple and played a couple. That was fun, but then we went back to work last year. So <laughs> <laughs> my golf game isn't as good as it was because I've had to go back to my real job. But uh, at least I know what I'm getting paid in music. You don't know golf till you get done to, at the end. So Golf, you work on commission. Yeah, yeah. It's 100% on commission. Believe me, that's a handy piece of information to have. You know what you're getting paid for your start. So <laughs> it's know, not bad. Yeah, you know, Cole, I played in the Arkansas Open a few months, a few years ago. And I, you yeah. know, playing too, I sat on the range. I said, man, that's one of the best swings I've seen. Is This this guy had to be a turn player, like you mentioned. <laughs> what, what, what's the best part of your game? Are you just straight off the tee, got a good putter? What's the best aspect? You know, I, I, my whole life, ball striking was what I was really, really good at. And I'm not, I got, when I became famous playing music, I was too daggum fat. I mean, I'd got to, <laughs> I got to 330 pounds, so my golf swing had to be manipulated quite a bit. <laughs> but I've lost a bunch of weight, so I'm starting to get that back. And um, I'm, I'm just kind of an all-around player. I got to, you know, in the music business, I, I got the most ability just because I've played a lot longer than everybody else. But Now, you had a bit of a health scare. Is that something you're comfortable talking about? Yeah, what, no, what I got a problem. Happened? What went down there? Just crazy. I had this spot come up on my eye that a friend of mine was like, hey, what's that spot in your eye? I'm like, I don't know. What are you talking about? I, I, I really didn't notice. I didn't notice anything and took a picture and I sent it to a friend of mine who's a optometrist and he goes, ah, you just take these drops. You'll be good. Two weeks. I'm like, all right. So I take the drops. Two weeks. I'm like, looks the same, maybe bigger. He goes, well, it's beyond me now. So I go back to Georgia to a buddy of mine uh, that does cataract surgery and Lasix and he walks in and he goes, yeah, I can't help you here. You need a specialist. I'm going, wait, what? I mean, I, I don't even notice anything's wrong. And one of the top ones is there in Vanderbilt in uh, Nashville and I went and saw her and she goes, you're probably 10 days away from having to do full chemo if you wouldn't have got this surgery oh, wow. done. She goes, if you'd have done like most men and just go, well, it's not bother me, I'll just wait. She goes, you'd have definitely lost your eye. And I'm like, oh my God. I didn't, I'm like, I didn't know any, I don't smoke. I don't, I'm like, I didn't, but you know, it was kind of freaky. It was really freaky there for a while. All good and, now though? Everything's yeah, I'm good? All, all good now. I mean, everything's fine. Just, um, you know, back at it. So how often do you get out on the course? I know you're, you're busy with music. How often do you get out there? You said during the pandemic, but when it's normal, when you're working, when you're playing, it, how often it do you get varies, you know, and that's the, that's what's hard. And when you've played at a high, you know, when you played at a high level like I play, it's frustrating because you want to be able to do what you do. But golf requires practice. I mean, mm -hmm. you yes. give me, th I ain't shot a basketball in six months, but you give me thirty minutes and I can make ninety percent from the foul line. <laughs> golf don't work that way. <laughs> I mean, like thirty minutes don't touch it if you ain't played in a while. I mean, so I, I just got done playing in the the Hilton Grand Vacation Tournament here in Celebrities oh, yeah. with the LPJ. So I've been here all week doing that and then I leave uh, Saturday for Pebble Beach for the AT&T. So looking forward to that. Yeah. So a lot of golf right now, but we'll see what happens. Who's your partner at the Pebble Beach? I'm thinking I'm playing, I might be playing with Ron Moore this year, I think, okay. is what oh, I, nice. I might have heard. So maybe, which, uh, which pros did you get to play with last week? La uh, last week, let's see, I played with... Uh, Pros or celebrities, just whoever you're paired No, with. I'm just trying to think of the girl, Ryan O'Toole, the first round, and yeah, I've known no, Ryan yeah. for a while. She's awesome. Great player. And then uh, a little Japanese girl that was really good. Uh, 
I met and I played with Celine Boudier one day. She was very good. So and, there's uh, a couple Yukasaso, Nasa Hitoshi. Yeah, it was Nasa. Nasa yeah, 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 Nasa. Yeah, sweet really as she could be. Player, she was yeah. super nice. And the Japanese Golf Channel was there filming okay. her. Well, I was roommates with a kid named Tai Tashima, as a Japanese kid that this won like 15 times on the Japanese tour and. And I started telling them about that, and they were like, oh, and then they started following me. I'm like, I don't, she was like, what's going on? I'm like, oh, I know some guys. They're a lot older than you. <laughs> but, uh, uh, so it was fun. Yeah, we had a great week. I played with Matilda, girl from Finland, who's a new girl out there last round. Those girls, people need to go watch them. They really do. They really need to go watch how good They're these incredible. girls are. I mean, like, watching a regular tour event is not really reality anymore because they hit it so far. I mean, it's just, it's stupid. I mean, it's just a completely different world. I mean, guys that were long when I played are not even they're they're considered short today and they were long then I mean and it's not even you hit it 290 today they're like yeah I don't know if you can make it out here buddy <laughs> unless you just, it's like 290 that don't that don't cut it anymore but it's just a different world out there I know you have a relationship with Toby Keith a little yeah. bit and I think all of our listeners back in Oklahoma especially that's where we're based out of oh well, really I didn't well, know that yeah, so you guys are in Oklahoma yeah absolutely I'm it's, living in Tulsa now are you oh, really yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. 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 we're so, all three down in Oklahoma City but we work with Golf Oklahoma which is out of Tulsa oh right on yeah. I, go, I go there all the time to Toby's house and more uh, yeah. Yeah. I was just going to ask do you have any stories about y'all playing golf uh, and and kind of just we, go from there we've got a lot of stories I mean Toby he's been awful good to me for a long time and, and he's, he's become one of my better friends and we've been on tour and normally we play Pebble every year together in the same group but he is he's got to have some ankle surgery so he's not playing this year so uh, it'll be a little different my favorite story from Toby that's a good one they were at Augusta National and uh, he and uh, Coach Stoops and Toby are thick as thieves. They were together. And there was a whole big group of guys. And the CEO for AT&T is from Moore. Uh, so he's sitting in there in the room talking with these other guys. And they're like, where are you from? He goes, oh, you probably never heard of it. Moore, Moore Oklahoma. He goes, I'm probably the most famous person. <laughs> and Toby's sitting out on the porch with Stoops. And he leaned in and he goes, my name's on the water tower. <laughs> I thought that was a pretty good one. So. Yeah, nobody knows who the CEO of AT&T is. They know who Toby Keith is. But. Especially in Oklahoma. Yeah, exactly. I promise you, he's more famous than the AT&T guy in Oklahoma. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, well, we're looking forward to some great music tonight. We appreciate you taking a few minutes. Let's go have some fun. Absolutely, guys. Thanks for having me. All right. Appreciate Cole, it. Sir. Cole Take with us. Stay with right. us here on the 73rd hole, the official podcast of Golf Oklahoma. We're still rolling along here in Orlando. Colby Powell, Taylor Williams, Sam Humphreys. We are the official podcast of Golf Oklahoma. Head over to golfoklahoma.org. Check it all out. We're having a blast tonight at this event here at Hooters. Heart of the Lion Foundation, Squares Golf Shoes. We've got a pair of golf shoes. Squares now actually propped up on the table. Nice and looking designy. Uh, and now we're joined by <laughs> Taylor Crosby, instructor at the Kingdom of Reynolds. Used to be in the state of Oklahoma. Worked with a guy that Oklahomans might know, Brad Dalkey, who was a star at the University of Oklahoma, part of that national championship team. Taylor, uh, how'd you wind up at the event tonight? And, and uh, what, what are you all about, man? Just talk talk to us about what's going on in the golf world down here. Well, thank you all for having me first off. Absolutely. Um, down here for the PGA show, but then also uh, working with my buddy Colt Ford, who was just on here. He's one of my clients. Um, awesome cool guy. story. Colt was my golf coach, my swing instructor from when I was a sophomore in high school through when I graduated college. Okay. And, and then now, and now you work with him? Yeah. Now the tides uh, have turned. So now I get to be mean to him. I was being sad. Where he always was mean to me. So, so this, give us the breakdown. Give us the breakdown of Colt's swing. So what we're working on? Yeah. All right. Absolutely. So Colt, Colt has a tendency to get a little bit underneath, get a little too much inside out, a little too dry. So we're always kind of managing that. Um, tougher this time of year when it's real cold because um, he plays so many shows. He played... 
hundred some odd shows from June till December this he, year. He told us he plays about one hundred twenty five a year, which yeah. is just an insane amount of shows. That's, I mean, I'd say that's probably conservative. Um, but he he plays that many shows, so his body's always a little bit beat up. Um, in 2020, 2021, when he wasn't playing very many shows, his golf game got real good. We played, he played in two Champions Tour events, uh, played played pretty well in one of them, and competed, made the cut at Pebble, which is really hard for a guy that's a plus handicap yeah. to actually make the cut. We, we were talking about him off the air about some of the sandbagging that takes place at Pebble. Oh man, it's crazy. But he, uh, you know, he, he plays he <laughs> plays real well and, you know, got to come down here and work with him for a few days, ended up caddying for him in the, in the Hilton Garden uh, Tournament Champions for the LPGA. Oh, very but nice. we just work on a few things. We're trying to get his body working a little bit better, get his hip released a little bit earlier so he can be a little bit more neutral club path. So, I mean, this is the ultimate apprentice turned master situation I've ever seen it. I mean, for everyone out there listening, thinking, oh, well, I can't do this, can't do that, this is a prime example of just motivation will get you to the top. And, you know, Taylor, something, you know, you're very, you were a very good player yourself, probably still are. You played golf at the University of Georgia, one of the best uh, college programs in the country. I believe you said earlier about early to mid 2000s. Tell us mm -hmm. about some of your stories when you were there. Man, I can't tell many of those stories on here. <laughs> um, Dig deep and find one we that's appropriate. Had, we had a lot of good fun. I mean, we had a great team. Um, uh, the year that I ended up, I, transfer, for, no, no, I transferred kidding. out. Yeah, well, that's way after me. We're not bringing that name up. Um, but, but you know, I was there. Kisner and I are the same age. Kisner and I came in the same year. Another guy, Richard Scott, who was unbelievable from Canada, uh, played for a while. He's now running stuff down in Sea Island. But uh, our team was unbelievably good. It was kind of like that Oklahoma State team with Victor and then the last couple years. Yep. So they had, I mean, they had. 10 deep they could have they're if they took their six through ten there for a while they probably could have made match play in ncaa's too um but our team was it was really good it made it a lot of fun and we all for about four hours a day we all hated each other want to beat each other's brains in and then we were ready to go get a cold beer right afterwards and hang out now, now people who pay attention to college golf are passionate mm -hmm. about college golf and we're based in oklahoma we're from oklahoma we've got friends on the osu side on the ou side those are two of the best teams in the country Georgia on the way back up. I mean, I mean, I don't Bulldogs know if you can say. Up. I don't know if you can say on the way back up. Look how many guys we got on the PJ Tour. Oh, that's what I'm saying. We got, a, we got, we got eleven. We got eleven this year, and we yeah. had Russell Henley almost won yeah. at Sony. Um, I mean, all ten guys that played at Hawaii all made the cut, which is pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. And last year, ten guys made the FedEx Cup. Hey, that's pretty oh, cool. We're burying the lead. What about the, what about the dogs' football team? I know, right? Major Ed, Major Ed from the Major Ed over here. Major Ed. I mean, we did bury the lead. We finally got that monkey off our back. That one was a big one. I'm still recovering from that game. I think I'm still hungover. How many beverages were consumed that night? Did you count? All of them. All of them. All of them were consumed. There was nothing left that night. All right, Taylor. It looks like we're getting this party started. Thanks yeah. for taking a Thanks few minutes to talk guys. off with us. Appreciate, Appreciate you, man. Appreciate All it. All right, we're still rolling. <laughs> Long. Stick with us, 73rd Hole official podcast of Golf Oklahoma. We're back, still having a great time here at Hooters in Orlando. Great event tonight, Heart of the Lion Foundation, John Daly, Major Ed, Squares, Next Belt, having an absolute blast down here on the 73rd Hole, the official podcast of Golf Oklahoma. Bruce Scala, SVP of Marketing for Hooters, joining us now. What an awesome event, what an awesome foundation. Uh, it's got to be pretty cool to see it all come together. We're uh, very happy to host the foundation, all the attendees for the concert tonight, all of you guys. Hooters is a long history in golf and also being part of the community, so it's a, it's a perfect match for us. What has your relationship with John Daly been like over the years? I know always legendary down at Augusta at the Hooters and many yeah, other places. Yeah. 
what has your relationship been, with, been like with him and, as well as Hooters? Yeah, Hooters is a long relationship with John. Uh, we were founded in Clearwater, Florida. John lives uh, in, in the Clearwater area. And he has had, uh, obviously uh, been a fan of our concept for a long time. Augusta, if you're heading to Augusta at any time, he pulls his bus literally within three feet of the front door, <laughs> sets up camp. We put it on our marquee, meet John Daly, British Open PGA champion. You, ha you have to drive or walk by our store to get to the front gate of uh, Augusta National. Yep. Right and down it's, Washington Road. I mean, you have to pass by our, our restaurant, and it's uh, it's it's a blast. So you stop in there, you meet John, you buy some merchandise, take a picture with him, wings, beer, fun, concerts. It's just it's, it's where you go before, during, and after. We all kind of pray for a little rain delay every once in a while to pack it out, and uh, it's a great time. Bruce, tell us a little about, about a little bit about your interest in, in golf. You know, you look like you got a, some long arms. Look like you probably hit the ball about three fifty off the tee. Nah, yeah, I'm, 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 a, I'm a solid ten hack. <laughs> yeah, so it's a, I'm, I'm proficient, put it that way. Nothing wrong yeah. with being yeah. nothing wrong with being a good solid ten. So this event tonight, the foundation with Major Ed and with John Daly. Yep. You know, you get tied in with them. So so many good things that they're doing, and I mean to have the name John Daly attached to it. I mean he's walking through the crowd right yeah, now. He's, he, yeah. he's trying to. Make he's a he's a true celebrity and what, what's great about john is uh, it's not about john yeah it's about the foundation and doing the right thing for others and if you if you know john at all that's 100 is what john's about he wants to do the right thing for other people and pay it forward and that's why it's so great to hang out with him and so great to see how well he is uh, admired and loved on the course and if you if you if you go to any of the tour events and you follow John, he's got a crowd of people that are like you know this. John is my man. It's not it's not anyone else. I'm not taking anything away from any of the players, but John is a following, and it's fun to see. And it's fun to see him reap the rewards of doing the good thing good things for other people. Yeah, absolutely. That's great stuff. Bruce Scala, SVP of marketing for Hooters. Uh, I mean, just tell people about, you know, everything. The restaurants. Yeah, Hooters I mean, Hooters. Involvement with golf and uh, how people can help. We're, with we're coming up to a very important part of the year. We've got uh, Super Bowl, and you want to pre-order yep. your wings and get your uh, yeah. get your party packs and all that ready. So we're, we're gearing up for a big, uh, our most important part of the season, our biggest sales day of the year is uh, Super Bowl Sunday. So we're, we're gearing up for that, and we're gearing up for the golf season, obviously, the two and uh, we're working with John to get uh, involved with him on the tour, and hopefully uh, he'll have uh, some Hooters logos on his uh, on his bag and elsewhere. And obviously, we're very interested in working with Little John as well. So yeah, no, no doubt about it. Bruce, tell us about some of the, the golf stuff y'all got going on. I see the Hooters golf bags on the wall. Looks like you've got some golf polos that stuff. Tell me about all the golf. Yeah, so we've got, got we have a lot of golf merchandise that are available in our stores. Uh, everything from John Daly wear to Hooters uh, branded club uh, bags, merchandise, golf shirts, balls, you name it. So. So uh, we're the we're the place to go to pre and post round, and uh, we love we love hosting golfers. Yeah, absolutely. We appreciate you taking some time for us. This is a great event tonight. Everybody's yeah, having welcome. a blast. Glad you're here. Have fun. Let's go enjoy it. We appreciate it. Enjoy. Thank Thanks, you, guys. Right. Thank you. Thanks, Bruce. Everybody, keep listening here. The 73rd hole, the official podcast of Golf Oklahoma. We're rolling along here from the Hooters in Orlando, Heart of a Lion Foundation, Square Shoes, Next Belt, all the great sponsors, Major Ed, everybody down here. Thrilled to be down here with the 73rd hole, Colby Powell, Taylor Williams, Sam Humphreys, uh, and of course, we're the official podcast of Golf Oklahoma. We're joined now by Claude Pope, runs Bald Head Blues. Talk to us a little bit uh, about what you've got going on there and how you wound up at this great event tonight. 
Yeah, well, I, uh, I'm the proud owner of a small business in America, which is really the American dream. And I, I started my clothing company seven years ago on a small island called Baldhead Island. Oh, and okay. it's a uh, it's a golf cart only island. It's really cool. It's just off the coast of Wilmington, North Carolina. And uh, we've been lucky enough to sponsor some guys on the PGA Tour the last few years. I had Joel Damon uh, a couple years ago, Martin Pillar. Uh, this year we have Ben Coles, uh, who's a Raleigh guy awesome. with yeah. UVA. Yeah. Uh, finished 27th at the Sony Open two weeks ago. So he probably wears our stuff on the PGA Tour. Uh, we got a guy named Benny Taylor on the Corn Ferry Tour. Uh, we've got Patrick Newcomb on the Corn Ferry Tour, Robert Allenby on the Champions Tour. So, you know, we're, we're finding guys that um, kind of align with our brand and have a good personality, chill vibes. And, you know, we're a beach brand and a golf brand. So we want to find people that are kind of like-minded. So I just heard through the grapevine, you guys do over a million dollars in revenue per year? Yes, that actually more than that, but it's, um, you know, it's a combination of retail, wholesale, and uh, e-commerce. So here at the show, PGA Show, we're looking to meet up with other people that own golf courses, resorts, you know, sell to top 100 type golf courses, and b build on those business relationships that we've built the last couple of years, and it's a lot of fun being in the golf industry. Unbelievable, unbelievable. Yeah. And, and seven years ago, I mean, what, what made you decide to, to launch into this? I mean, this was obviously a big undertaking. Yeah, it took me two years of really sourcing fabric, finding manufacturers, making samples, trying to find the right fit and feel and high quality stuff. So it was kind of a, a labor of love for two years. I used to caddy professionally. Um, I worked at Cypress Point Golf Club in California for a couple years. Wow. Caddied at the Maidstone Club in East Hampton. Caddied at Bel Air Country Club. Uh, caddied at the Ocean Course. Caddied at the Vintage Club in Palm Springs. Vineyard Golf Club. Uh, it was just really, I was in golf. I was a golf junkie. Couldn't get away from it. And uh, while I was doing that, it just started working at night, you know, calling people, emailing people overseas in Peru and kind of finally got all that together and, and took the leap of faith and left a job that I knew that I would make 50 grand in cash every single year and took a little risk and started a clothing brand. I get asked my friend, you said you caddied at Cypress Point. I did. One of, in my opinion, one of the best golf courses in the world. Is the 16th hole better in camera or in person? Uh, the 16th hole is absolutely amazing. So it's a three wood for most low handicap golfers. It's about a 225 to 230 carry over the water. And then you've got a false edge and then you've got maybe 15 yards to the middle of the green. So you're looking at a 250 shot to the middle of the green. And you know, there's any given day, 10 to 15 miles an hour, 20 miles an hour worth of wind. So, so the play on that hole is to just move up a couple of tee boxes, right? Because I think that seems like the, it's the play. The problem with that is the Pacific Ocean gets in the way. So, oh, um, that'll do it. Yeah, <laughs> that'll do it. Ocean. <laughs> Still rolling along here at Hooters in Orlando. Great event tonight, Heart of a Lion Foundation. Squares, Next Bell, just an awesome, awesome series of events tonight. Uh, great people down here, great music, and we're having a great time. We're joined now by the founder of the Country Club Collection. Make sure you follow them on Instagram. We appreciate you taking a few minutes. Uh, how did you get started doing what you're doing, and what has it evolved to at this point? First, thanks for having me, guys. Absolutely. Absolutely. Sam, always good to see you. It's always good. Ghost. Uh, <laughs> Ghost man. I run that Instagram page. Um, I work on the PJ Tour, representing a few players, and I also do marketing work in the golf industry. Um, how, how'd you start it, though? That's what I'm fascinated by, is how you started it and built it. 
yeah, I woke up one day and I was like, man, with the work that I'm doing, there's so much good content on the PGA Tour and stuff that people want to see and it's no one's really showing it. And me as a consumer and a fan of golf, I'm like, I would want to see it. So we need a platform where I can post kind of the take and take good content and post it somewhere where people can see and like I, I think about myself in the shoes of, con of a consumer and of a follower I'm like is this something that I would want to see as a golf fan so I have two main questions number one what are your frequent flyer miles like and number two what's the best course you play because it seems like you're at a different top 100 course every week First question, I'm, Del I'm platinum on Delta, <laughs> yes. platinum pro on American. <laughs> I spend 30 days at home, usually one or two days at a time. But out of, I don't really need to fly that much and like travel that much, but I, I, I love what I do. And I just we, we were just talking earlier before we went on about how you don't really know the opportunities that are available. You just got to go and do it. And then... Like you guys said, you were here. You're here right now because someone invited you and didn't really tell you the plan, but you just showed up and like me, I'm, yeah. I, I wasn't planning on being on podcast with you guys, but <laughs> here we are. It's working out great. Yeah, and uh, I, I try to network and meet a lot of people as much as I can. Yeah, best course, best course. Uh, my top five. Number one is Wingfoot West. Uh, my buddy Mac, uh, a gracious, gracious friend of mine, member. He hates that I say it's the best course in the world, and he's a member there. <laughs> uh, Claude knows Mac very well, too. I, I love Wingfoot because, and I owe a lot to, to Mac. He really pushed me in my education about golf courses and history, and my first round with him. I, I was his first guest ever that he hosted when he got his full membership at Wingfoot, <laughs> and it really opened my eyes to a whole world. He's so much smarter and educated on golf than me from, from an architectural and history, history standpoint. And that place is just so nostalgic for me from a, this is the first top 10 course in the world that I've played and every single hole in that entire course is absolutely stunning. It is stunning from an architectural standpoint. There's so many top 100s that I play where there's one or two holes that aren't that great. But Wingfoot, there's not a single hole where I'm like, ah, that was okay. Every single hole is so memorable. Green complexes, the tee shots. Number 10 there, Wingfoot West, part three. It's my favorite hole in the entire world. That's a gorgeous hole. I love yeah. it. This is my second favorite course, Chicago Golf Club. I have another gracious friend host there, Mike. Um, his family has a long history at that club and such a prestigious place. I'm a big Rainer and McDonald fan, and that place is the oldest club, I believe. I think it's in America. In or America, that area. yeah. yeah. First, the oldest 18 hole course in right. America. Yes, right. yeah. Like we're walking. 1880 something, I believe, or something. We're like walking that. down the second hole, and Mike's like, yeah, this. Uh, this left side here on this hole is OB. It's the first OB ever in the history of golf. <laughs> and I'm like, wow. <laughs> the first ever OB? Like, OB was invented here? He's like, yeah. <laughs> and we're, wa we're walking down nine. Is up, is, and there's like a water, like a little pond there. And he goes, yeah, that's the first ever like water hazard that was created in golf. I'm like, what? And he's like, yeah, like they, they like 
brought in horses on carriages and like moved the dirt. And that was like one of the first, like, that is the first water like hazard ever built. That's, oh, that's going to be a pretty cool experience. One thing I'm fascinated about is you've kind of mentioned some things that you think are, you know, your favorites about golf courses. What are some of like the top 20 to 30 courses you played? You don't have to list off names, but when you've played them, you're like, this isn't really that good. You know, it didn't really live to your expectations. What were some things about the courses like that where you think they're a lot better than they are, but you get on them and they're like, well, it's not as good as I think. I'm big into the details of a club. My good friend Brad Tilly is one of my best friends. Uh, he's a member of Sleepy Hollow. I got into playing mid-am golf and really t taking my golf seriously in the past year because of him. Um, he, he and I talk a lot about the quality and what we look for in golf courses. And the biggest factor for us is how firm the fairways are. Hmm. Even when it's rainy and it's been raining. You go to an elite golf club, the fairways are firm somehow. And it's truly magical when a super has the fairways tight and they're firm, even when it's everywhere else in the entire like area, all the other courses are, are, are really wet and you have mud balls. I think that's, I, I don't know how they do it. So I'm always jealous of your Instagram Either in both in the summertime and in the wintertime. In the wintertime, you're always where it's warm, pretty much. And in the summertime, the courses are always burnt out with the Bermuda grass in Oklahoma, and you're somewhere up in the northeast with bent grass, and you're just taking nice fillets, showing all these guys hit off the most beautiful par threes in the world. You literally have a dream job. What does it feel like to have a dream job? Do, do you look at it that way? I don't look at it that way. Um, am I really fortunate? Absolutely. Uh, incredibly fortunate to meet so many good people and the kindest people to host me at some awesome places. Um, I really hate handouts. So uh, people ask me all the time, like, dude, how, how do you get on? Like, do you, do you, eat, do you? I'm not a raider. I, I don't reach out to clubs. Um, I only go where people invite me. Yeah. And whether it's usually not from like random people asking me like hey come here it's like through truly a friend that i know that i meet or through a mutual friend that i get introduced to um i don't ever like the club really knowing that i'm coming before i come mm -hmm. uh I, I like staying anonymous in that way because i want to experience a true unbiased experience at a club uh, i don't want special treatment and also, at the same time, I'm, I'm a nobody. Like, the club, if I bring them positive exposure, I think it should be heralded as unbiased, like, true good exposure. Right. And I think the genuineness of that review that I give of a place is important. Yeah. Yeah, that's a great way to go about it. We, we, we're going to have John Daly on next to close out the show. Uh, you spent some time with John Daly the second. Caddy for him a little bit. I mean, we kind of all saw him at the PNC. He's got some game, man. Yeah, John John Daly Jr. is um, hello player. We got introduced uh, through his friend Tommy Morrison, uh, who plays out of Merido. He's going to go to University of Texas. Uh, he called me one day. He's like, hey, dude, are you home in Dallas? I'm like, yeah, this is during COVID. And he's like, you want a caddy for John? And I'm like, yeah, I got a couple extra days. Uh, and I, I went out there and I was really shocked at 
his raw talent. It's really similar to his dad. John's uh, got, got hands like his dad. We were talking about how t talented John Daly, like, senior is. Like, he's got such good wedge play, and, and junior's got the same amazing hands. He plays really raw golf. Like, what I mean by raw is just like his dad, where he just sees the target and just super athletic through the ball. There's no, like, technical thoughts about it. So he's so talented. He just shoots a jumper like a NBA player, where it's just so natural. It's part of their DNA to just athletically move like that. Well, what's maybe one course in particular, two or three, that you played that, like, you're not going to see on the top Golf Digest top 100 list of courses, but courses that you played that you're like, man, before you die, you have to go play this course. Yeah, the, uh, clubs that aren't in the top 100 that you really don't know about. Number one on my list is an easy Glen Arbor Golf Club in New York. And what just, makes it so good? Just north of the city. Um, my good friend Rob LeBritz is the head pro there. And uh, Morgan, the owner there, run a phenomenal club. Uh, when I first got there, I played with Jazz, Jane Watson and on. Yep. Who's also good friends with Rob. And we're, we're, we're playing. And the t first tee shot, just a tree-lined, just beautiful shot. And we get on the green on, on this par five and two, and we hit a 30-foot putt, and it literally rolls 30 feet by. And we're looking <laughs> at each other like, oh my God, how fast are these greens right now? <laughs> he's like just played a major, and he, he's putting on the greens like, this is three times faster than the major greens wow. I just putted That's on. unbelievable. Everything is super minty, and it's just a really fun layout. It's a, uh, it doesn't feel like you're in New York. It's, it's, hard to explain it's a really really awesome place second course i would think of is pasta tiempo rated in the top 100 i don't know if it is i don't know it's, uh, not, it's not but it's very underrated yeah it's, not typically no is alistair mckenzie calls the 16th hole there the best that he ever designed do you think it's up there yeah for sure uh, the whole golf course is incredible that's like we were talking about how there's no bad holes at Wingfoot. like Pasta Tiempo doesn't have a single bad hole. Pasta Tiempo is the best public golf course in the world, hands down. That's a damn Love fine it. statement. But like, honestly, I'd be hard to hard pressed to argue with it. Hey, we need to get you on because we can go on and on about all this stuff. My last question: I saw that you spent time with Chris Goddard from the Oklahoma Sooners. I'm sure all of our listeners back in Oklahoma would be curious uh, to what they can expect to see because I know that he obviously played in the fall, but they haven't really seen him on TV yet in the spring. What can we expect from Chris Goddard at OU? Chris Goddard is a future top ten player in the world. Ooh. Wow, high praise! I play with a lot of good players. I have a pretty good eye over the last six years on the PGA Tour of like what makes a good player and like where their talent is going to be. I said that with Morikawa. The conversation was not even including Morikawa often back before he turned pro. They were right. focusing on other guys. I'm like, dude, Morikawa is better than all of them. Wow. Um, same with Xander. When he was coming up through Corn Ferry and on the PGA Rookie Year, I'm like, dude, Xander's top 10 in the world. Patrick Cantlay, when Patrick was freshman at UCLA, He's I'm like, Cantlay's the real deal. Yep. Cantlay's going to be top 10 player in the world. Goddard's that talent. Goddard's going to be top 10 player in the world, not even, no doubt about it. And what's his game like? Give he, the people a little bit. He's so solid 
with his ball striking that's what people will, anybody can see but it's the quality of his the, how his club his path we talk about a lot with my tour players like Zach Sucre and I talk about a lot you can't play successful pro golf if your club is behind you you're, if you're stuck at all you're dead if your club your club has to be entering hands club outside your hands and going left as and that's the only way you can play good golf every single good player in the world plays like that you know PJ tour player has club stuck behind him or they're dead yep or they're not going to be on the PJ tour not even corn fairy players are like that really absolutely and that's where got her up his ball striking is amazing but really where he's gotten really really good in the past six months to a year is his wedge game and I when, when we were in New Jersey when he was still at Rutgers the difference between his game then to now at OU when I saw him recently I'm like dude your wedge game's gotten so much better and he's like I know <laughs> and that's, that's, how, that's how you know he's got it. Right there, that, think, that's how you know he's got it. Absolutely. Country Club Collection on Instagram. Make sure you give him a follow. Absolutely great content. We appreciate you taking some time hanging out with us, talking some golf tonight. Thanks, guys. Absolutely. Appreciate All right. it, appreciate we're going to come back, and we're going to wrap this thing up. John Daly joins us on the other side. We've been here for about five hours. The drinks have been flowing. This is going to be fun. Stay with us on the 73rd Hole, the official podcast of Golf Oklahoma. All right, we're back from Orlando. We're here at the Hooters in Orlando. We're joined now by the man, the myth, the legend, John Daly, mozzarella sticks and all. We, we tried to make it work earlier outside, and, John, we were stumbling all over ourselves. You ever seen a bigger group of jackasses in your life? I love y'all. <laughs> we love you too, baby. I'm eating Hooters food right now. But the is there any better sticks? food than Hooters? No. There isn't no. any, is there? That's why you've been coming back all these years. I mean, this, this event tonight, your foundation, how awesome is this to see it all come together like this? It's unbelievable. Bruce, with um, the CEO of the Hooters of America, our guys in uh, Clearwater, 27 stores, our Texas Wing, I'm going to give Texas Wing House all our guys at Hooters in Texas. Hooters is the best place to go. JD, our, our connection to this event was Major Ed from Oklahoma City. We've had him on many times. Um, and he gave a powerful speech before about how you're helping kids with cancer. And that really touched my heart because when I was playing college golf, I had cancer. And yeah, I know well, you had a we, battle with it. And I, I was just going to say, you inspire me with your positive attitude. And just tell me about all the things you're doing to help that. Well, we're, we're helping. We want to get to the, we want to get big enough to help St. Jude. We, we always help the military, no doubt. We want to help Boys and Girls Club. Um, but what we do is from the heart, and that's why we're Heart of Lion. And my lion is the logo, and his purple heart behind it is his purple heart that he fought to save our freedom in, in military. And, and what he did, give us our freedom. He lost his leg in Afghanistan, carried two people off, saved their lives, and they owe him his life, but they don't. Yeah. They goes, that's what we do. And they're just badass people. And they get to know Rob O'Neill and Darren McBee and all the SEALs that helped coordinate to kill Osama bin Laden, which needed to be done. Um, you know, we got to protect the United States of America. And Biden's not doing it. Um, we need to protect America so we can protect the people in America. And you want to defund the police, and we've seen what's going on with that. 
that sucks. Um, more cops are getting killed every day, and um, it's just a sad, we're in a sad environment in the United States of America. You know, what are we going to do? And if anybody listens to me, please, let's get to common sense. Let's, let's praise the American flag and praise the people that fought for the American flag and all you people that don't want to go you know what he just slipped the middle finger for anyone that JD how can we get the United States of America to be one country again we're so divided right now how can we get back to where we Donald all just Trump's want the same gonna thing? run in 2024 Naomi at South Dakota if she doesn't run for vice president I will and we'll end this shit I honor the American veterans I honor the people that fight for our country I love America we're in the greatest country in the world by and, Biden, far. and Biden's screwing it all up. Daily 2028 or after 24. 24. 24. Yeah, vice president up. with Donald Trump. What do you think? I love it. I, I love it. it. What, what if you're president JD. and Trump is vice president? I think that might no, be better. No, no. Trump knows what he knows what's going on. I don't want to deal with China. Too much of your time. Go ahead, Sam. Go ahead. Hey, we're a college golf podcast mostly, and obviously, Little John or John Daly the second, as he likes to be called now, is on the Arkansas Hogs. How are the Hogs going to be this year? I know we've had Taylor Moore and Tyson Reeder from the Hogs on before. How are the Hogs looking this year? We're good. We're third in the country, third or fourth in the country, and uh, Little John's got to earn his spot, and he loves fighting for it. He did and pretty I damn good it. at the PNC. I love it. He's fighting for his spot on the University of Arkansas, and 23, he's probably going to be either three or four, maybe two, maybe one. Who knows? <laughs> how, how cool was the PNC for you and him to win it? How cool was that? Just playing with my son is like the greatest. Um, you know, seeing my kids born, my two daughters born, and him born is the greatest thing that I'll ever say in life. It's three different wives, but hey, it's okay. But for me and my son to play in the PNC and win it against Tiger and Charlie, making a move was the greatest thing in the world. And then we have one Twitter question that I got to ask about Arkansas. Someone tweeted us and said, you have to ask John Daly his favorite memory from Dixon Street. Well, my favorite memory from Dixon Street was probably when I was in school. Uh, Steve Atwater was our safety for the University of Arkansas. And we're at home, and we beat them in uh, the Southwest Conference. He intercepted a pass against A&M, and we won the Southwest Conference. And Dixon Street... <laughs> I can't tell you how many times I got y'all fill that shit out. <laughs> JD, I got a question about our man Major Ed. We interviewed him earlier on before we had you on. Our man Major Ed left half of a white claw here full. Does this count as a party foul? There's well, he doesn't drink uh, girls' drinks. That white claw <laughs> shit's all girl drinks. If you don't drink vodka straight, whiskey straight, you're not a man. And women can drink whatever they want to because they're beautiful and I love them. So, so we don't blame Major Ed for not finishing the drink. It was the drink itself. And it wasn't even, he's not, we're not even sponsored by White Claw. Hey, White Claw, give us $5 million. We might drink this shit. <laughs> <laughs> JD, one thing I've always wondered, how many packs of cigarettes do you bring over to the British Open? As many as I want. <laughs> I love, I love. Here's the question, how many do I smoke every 
<laughs> one of them. <laughs> yes, JD, I we appreciate it. you being so gracious with your time. Unbelievable event. Your foundation's awesome. And Thank we you hope for what you're we, doing. we hope everybody supports. You got it. Thank America's y'all. the best country in the world. It is. And people need to start realizing that. Thank Daily you. Right 2024. Thank y'all. And I'll get you a John Daly hat. I love Tiger Woods, but. Tiger Woods can't grip it and rip it. He can just only grip it and sink it. Hey. He's the best putter in the world. Hey. But I grip it and rip it. And that hat. Last time you and he were on the same golf course, you walked off with the trophy. So you got that going for you. That's right. I must still know one of these beautiful cheese sticks from Hooters. <laughs> I don't even think they're ours, but we're going to keep eating God, them. these are beautiful. Uh. Hooters, best food in the world. I think that's a perfect way to go ahead and wrap this up. Thanks to John Daly. Thanks, everybody. Lift for listening. 73rd Hall, the official podcast of Golf Oklahoma.